you watch wrestling? Greetings, friends. Greetings, enemies. Greetings, righteous. Greetings, scum. Well, hello there. You're in the right place. It's Wednesday. It's 3.16 a.m. You know what that means. It's the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I'm your wonderful darling, redheaded beard host, Wrestling Matt McCarthy. With me, always, Pro Wrestling Encyclopedia, Mr. Vince Averill. Yo, 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 what's up? Mr. Distracted. Mr. Distracted. Major Distracto. This is the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. We're here each and every Wednesday at 3.16 a.m. Entering our 10th year. What an exciting time to be us, to be you, to Get be out. wrestling fans. What an exciting time to be a wrestler. Oh. Go to WeWatchWrestlingPodcast.com. Go to Patreon.com. Donate. We only have one tier. You can give us however much money you want, but we have a tier. Seven dollars. Gets you everything. Seven bucks gets you everything. That's it. All of the clearance sale merch has shipped. Okay. And also we have um, some other stuff so close and so percolating that we will uh, slowly roll out here. In the next month or two. That's right. We're the slowly rollers. I actually dropped a bonus audio last night to tell everybody about the comic books and Blu-rays that are new to the Arena Mixie archive. And as I was talking to them, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to mail the merch. It's still sitting in the trunk of my car. Well, that's not a problem now <laughs> in the mail. All right. We'll see you at the mailbox. And we'll see you at the next merch extravaganza I see you I see you what else is happening what if we just worried about you me and Jack having the best possible time we could everyone would be happy with that right yeah what it's if, not like other fo- like I mean is Glennis really itching to go to the raw after mania and no I, I thought I made that clear she okay. has zero interest okay 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 this changes things this yeah. changes things no let that change things all right, hold on, man. Let me get let me get back in yeah, here. Let me start, recalibrate start her vamping. interest to <laughs> zero because, brother, that's what it is. Well, While you vamp, I'm going to pick a random number between one and five hundred because I hold in my hands the best, greatest, and most favorite professional wrestling magazine of the year, the 32nd annual PWI 500. Can you even believe it, Vinny? 32 years. Did we do a little bit of this on the bonus, eh? This is a yeah. little... Yeah. I, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not, you know... I'm just vamping. Completely out of my mind, you know? I'm that's just all. vamping. Just oh, no, no, no. I have no issue. There's no issues. I'm, I'll play a little turn the page. You tell me... You you just say the word stop. Um, Stop. I am in the 371... To 390 range. Let's see if I know anybody. Well, 375 is Matthew Justice. 16 Justice. years. 16 years he's been in this business and he still hits people in the head as hard as he can. No justice, no peace. Let's see. Oh, Rhett Titus, 17 years. 
He's number 380. Riho. Has Riho only been around for seven years? That's crazy. Not listed oh, last year. Is this Riho. the same Riho I'm thinking of? No. Is it? No. Martial be? arts training. Already well-known in the UK women's division. Okay, it is the Riho I'm thinking of. Seven years. I, I'm surprised by that. Oh, number 376. This is somebody who's been around for 16 years. Mr. Spitwad himself, Sammy Callahan. Okay, I'll worry about this later. This is going to be fine. We're going to drop significantly in the 500 this year. Last year, he was 114. This year is 376. <clears throat> Dropped in rank. Oh, they, they even explained it. Dropped in ranking after suffering a broken ankle, leaving him with only 16 matches during the evaluation period. Now, until, until they issue an apology to Jimmy Lloyd, I can't uh, continue to support anything surrounding this list. Uh, but it is it is an exercise in futility looking at every single name that's higher than Jimmy Lloyd. And it's just preposterous. When it's when it's just like you pointed out to me last night, subjective art form. True. You know? And uh, uh before I close the book, we mentioned this on the I, I got to this page apparently on the bonus issue last week. Number three eighty one, juicy. Mm. Uh yeah, man, because had a had a chance to just sit down and really watch Shelty B and uh and uh, uh Dominic. And Dominic last night. So it's yeah. like Shelton could work. He doesn't get a lot of chances to. No, no kidding. I but, honestly when when he came out, I was like, wait a second, is this, is this like a big return? I don't even know. From main event, yes, it is. Um, yeah. Not the main event. Um, and I don't even, I'm not even going to go so far to say that Dominic can't work. I think he's just, he obviously got out of Lance Storm school and went immediately on to national television in a major right. way. But like watching him work is like, you know, it, it's, it is, um, you know, that, that thing where you're just watching someone go, okay, turn around. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. like, Oh, time to go over here. Like it, it, it just feels like, um, yeah, I was like, Jesus H <clears throat> no, there's it's, it's when he's in the ring, it's no different than when he's on the right on the mic. There's no personality. I think he's getting a little better for me on the mic, just as being the, like, like in the segment that set up the Shelton match yeah. where he was behind, um, <laughs> punishment martinez i can't ever freaking remember his name um, um now i can't think of it damien uh, priest damien damien priest no because uh, i what's helping dominic i say it every week is because he's paired up with rhea ripley and she's one of the best things on the show right now rhea Not, the ripper i don't hate that you know, she's going to be working with Maya Yim. Maya Yim is fine. I just, it's, I don't know. I guess I wanted something different. Because mm. mm -hmm. we did, did we, did we get the match between her and Beth or did they just lay out Beth and then they laid out Edge and it's, it's, uh, it's so, I mean, it's so funny, like watching old world-class or when you and I were packing the merch, watching Smoky Mountain. Because it's like, 
when the show when when you don't have to do three hours of main event programming every single week, right? The stories don't change over so quickly. Mm-hmm. Because the fact is, is like the Freebirds and the Von Eriks have been fighting for a year and a half now. They're still right? fighting somewhere. And they're still fighting somewhere right now. Michael maybe, Hayes, maybe it's on a movie set, but it's, yeah, you know. Somewhere right now, Michael Hayes is calling up Kevin Von Eric, just leaving him nasty voicemails. Just like, hey, did you find your shoes yet, dickhead? <laughs> Click, you know, whatever it is. And whatever it may be. A feud today that goes more than three months is like, Jesus Christ, it feels longer than Bruno Sammartino's title run because right. there's so much content. Again, it's just we're victims of the content deluge in right. general, and wrestling's no different. It's hard to... So again, I'm like, so did, did Beth and Rhea fight? Maybe they did. Did they have a mixed tag? Maybe they had the mixed tag. And then it's think, like, Did that then, happen? I don't know. It just, these <laughs> things come and go so quickly. It's impossible for me to keep track of it all. Um, and I'm someone who watches wrestling <laughs> almost every day, which That's is also right. part of, which is also part of the problem because it goes in and then it goes out. I'm like, you're taking in a lot. Cause I'm also, I'm not and thank goodness. We're not one of these guys that has to be like, okay, how many stars was that? Uh, how can I pick apart this? What is this? What is that? I just, I watch it and then I go, I liked it or I didn't like it. It really has to be something special for me to be like, oh, well, well, God then, damn. then we do have to talk about it for a little bit each week, you know? Well, so I, I can talk about sense. it. I, I, I can talk about it in my sleep. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying, remembering. I'm saying, particularly the WWE product, making me care. That's, that's, that's the magic trick. You know, how do you do that? Because I mean, like with Dynamite, um, and everybody knows we're not one of these, you know, oh, Dynamite forever, WWE never, you know. Right. That's, save that for Twitter. <laughs> you know? Twitter. But I mean, it's impossible to not compare everything that we watch, you know, but like dynamite, for instance, this past week, I loved it. It was just from start to finish. It was everybody I like, you know, I'm still waiting for the elite to, to pop up, but I mean, um, Trent got a match. He lost. I didn't like that, but, um, you know, MJF cuts his promo, uh, Soraya and Britt Baker was such mm -hmm. a hot segment. I loved it. You know, the like, talk about giving a shit about a cold match, you know? Yeah. Uh, my favorite, all my favorites wrestled. Eddie Kingston wrestled, albeit he lost. Uh, Jamie Hayter wrestled. Um, I mean, Sammy Guevara and Brian Danielson in that main. It's just for, Mox talked, you know? I mean, it's just... Yeah. Was, I, Are you ready for full gear? Is that what you're but, saying? I am ready for full gear, but this is the one thing I'm going to say. I'm not going to sit here and be like, uh-oh, Jeff Jarrett's cutting promos. Uh, they're in trouble. You know, I'm like, okay, so there was one thing I didn't like, but I... It, it, I, it, it I didn't watched Raw, I didn't say, uh-oh, they're in trouble. I don't fucking like, <laughs> you know, right. like, uh, other than who do you, who, um, uh, 
what do I want? How do I want to phrase this? So I did see that at Survivor Series, there is a, a match I'm particularly interested in for um, out of curiosity. And Uh-oh. that is Rowdy Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi uh-huh. Blackheart. Now, who uh, who's going to be? Are they going to? Are they going to have earwigs in and, and uh, Jamie Noble's going to be in the back, like talking to him or what the fuck is going to happen? I love you. Everybody knows I love Shotzi so much, but she is, uh, she's a hard she case. She's a hard case. She's a hard case. She's a hard case. Alan McCormick. You remember that she's one? A, she's a hard, hard castle in McCormick. She's, she's just, basically um, the coyote. When the brakes go out, <laughs> so we're going deep. Right. Cause you're like all these old people talking about eighties shows. I love Hardcastle McCormick, dude. I got a coyote for Christmas, man. A little fucking, not even that little kind of like a die cast, but it was like a little bigger one. I think I have a photo somewhere of me opening it. See, I'm see, I'm picturing Wiley coyote. Oh, that, cause that's, that's a little closer to Shotzi. Sometimes Shotzi sure. always takes a Wiley Coyote bump somewhere in the match. She's always got a fucking giant hammer. Yeah, she <laughs> comes she's roll- laying on someone's back. Right, she comes rolling out in her, her in her tank that she ordered from the Acme Company, and she's yeah. got uh, you know she's got death on her mind and 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 something. But that's the other thing because Rhonda, you know, it's no secret. You could still say she's new to the business. It still feels like she's new to the business, you know. Mm. She's certainly not. Um, but I mean, she's not. I mean, she's been around for a couple of years now. But also, she was gone for a while, right? Ah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just interested in that match. I, I don't think you know. I'm very whatever, interested. In, you know. I'm very interested in that match. But again, I am all right. Let's. Something is going to happen. Yeah, that is probably not good. <laughs> well, it's, it's <laughs> you know, uh, I, again today. This is the third day in a row. Um, Steve Austin posting a little workout video. He looks like he's in fucking dynamite shape. Not not the Dixie dynamite, like actual. I mean, like good shape. He's fucking ripping some reps. What's he getting ready for, Maddie? What's going on? I don't know. Also, is he working out like in a, like a Winnebago? Yes. I mean, two of them. What the, the, the first one that he did was not. And then the last two have been in his camper in like an RV. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I think he's on a little road trip. He's having some fun and he, but he's still got to get the work in every morning. Oh, goddamn! Locked down 1500 miles driving. Gotta go it's, back there and do my lunges. <laughs> so you know, um, obviously, there's been reports that he was he apparently was open to other matches after that mania last year, and then Triple yeah. H is actively trying to get him to. But um, the thing that I wonder is like part of what made last year um, especially good to me was that they didn't promise anything. It was mm-hmm. like, and so then it turned into a fight and it was a good fight and fucking Kevin Owens bumped his ass off. So then what, you know, 
I just um, I just wonder what the scenario is where it's like okay oh okay so now are we going to actually announce the match or is it going to be another kind of every, every year now maybe Stone Cold just comes and ends up in a fight in a roundabout way and you, it doesn't you, turn out to be bad you know <laughs> right you also speculated is he getting ready for Saudi Arabia does does he finally well, pull I just the said if, if Triple H is trying to get him right yeah like I I think at this point it's a bigger payday to go to Saudi oh. Arabia Hundred percent is. Um, I mean, even if you're Stone Cold, it's a bigger uh, payday for the company than no, definitely is definitely. But I just so mean like, oh yeah. yeah. So I don't know. But but if it's Stone Cold and you really want him, and it's L.A. and and maybe Rock isn't gonna be able to do it or whatever, then it's like, well, we're gonna give you a Saudi payday. We just fucking need you there. You know. I mean, that's yeah. What do you do with him? Because I mean, that's you know. Let's be honest. The other, the big factor of what made last year so great is Kevin Owens. You know, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I, I tell you what. I I would I'd figure out a way to get him there with Sammy, because Sammy That's is another guy we know who, yeah, can fucking do the and you know the, they sat there on on Austin's show and talked about how great the fucking um, jackass match was because I mean. Obviously, Jackass guys did their part, but Sammy is the fucking reason for the season, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean that that's far fetched. But I just in, in thinking about guys that would like one thousand percent, you know, be able to talk I, with him, be able yeah. to fucking jack with him, and then mm-hmm. also just fly all over, you know. Because um, the other thing too, it's like watching Raw last night, and when Dolph came, they you know they're like, hey, Dolph. Wake up. We got something for you. And then he comes out and he does the thing with fucking theory. It's like, dude, this guy is so far removed from any sort of like, (laughs) uh, concern on the show that it, uh, I don't know that. I mean, it's fun. I like Dolph, but I don't think he should be talking shit to anybody. at this point no Dolph um, unfortunately is a little you know what he's just past his expiration date well he's just yeah he's he's he is the victim of yeah the place you know has the expiration date of me as the viewer believing that he has a chance oh because of all the because of all the people that have been rehabbed you know uh, on the show or at least that they're attempting to, right. you know, like, oh, look, the Vikings are scary oh, again. Oh, your girl got fucking trolled, boy. What happened? Well, she came out in that fucking looking like she did, uh-huh. which it looks exactly like this other wrestler that already exists. And I, I can't think of their name, but we've we've either seen them or definitely seen them on a poster or whatever. Um, but then oh, also really? it's like, what's that? I thought that she just looked like um, <clears throat> Malachi Black. Well, she looks, she was, and also, you know, it's like, we're talking about January 6th herself here. So she also <laughs> looks like she could be fucking storming the gates. Um, but what I need to do is go, because I liked every, I liked every bad tweet. I, and see, here we are. We're like, now I'm shitting on everything today after you were like, we love wrestling and we're only nice to people. Except Vince. 
I don't know that that's exactly what I said. No, I know. Now, hold on. Here we go. Sarah Logan's uh, new WWE character called out for being a blatant ripoff. It says, here's, here's some of the tweets I like. Uh, Sarah Logan couldn't steal an election, election, so she stole an entire gimmick instead. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Max the Impaler. Uh, Sean Waltman is to six pack as Sarah Logan is to January six pack. Uh, anti-vax the impaler. I mean, that's just, uh, I was just enjoying all that. Cause I, as you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't dig it. Um, yeah, she looks exactly like this, uh, this other wrestler. That's hilarious. Nevertheless. Um, yes. So, uh, also, you know, I know a lot of folks have, uh, not a lot of folks. We had had somebody asking us about talking about Johnny Gargano. I'll talk about Johnny Gargano. One is a man who couldn't be more interested in hair. I just don't understand. He just, he just glues the hair down to his head. Like it's just slicked straight down all over his head. Have you noticed this? So I usually people put product in, right? And they do a style. He just like glues it down. But mm -hmm. more than that, I was like, you know, I'm watching raw and Actually, maybe this is something people can help me with. I, this, the TV that I have now, this new Samsung remote, I don't know how you fast forward. I can't figure out how to fast forward on this thing. And it's not that circle either. So I have to sit and watch Raw. Like I, I'm, I'm not able to fast forward. Oh. So when Johnny Gargano, as soon as his music hit, I was like, okay, perfect. Go to the bathroom, get a snack. I just don't fucking care about the guy. You know, I used to, I don't know. So I used to love Johnny, but like in, in PWG and stuff, it's like, okay, cool, Johnny, whatever. Because I didn't have to listen to him talk. I didn't have to listen to him like try and recite, you know, a paragraph of dialogue or yeah. Johnny's a hell of a hand. I am he's a, excited. He's a, he's, he's a hell of a hand, but <clears throat> I, there is nothing believable about anything um, that I've ever heard him say, including in NXT when him and Candice were heels and they were upset. I'm, oh, yeah. I mean, Which this feels a little bit of a carryover because we like we've got the got the Gargano Loomis Miz triangle, which is the, which is another reason I, I'm like I'm just not really interested I mean, in that story. But it, talk about um, the Freebirds and the Von Erics are still fighting. Fucking Gargano and Loomis will be like <laughs> it's forever. I am excited for the the women's Survivor Series match, War Games match. That that those teams are coming together real nice. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, I'm excited to hang out with our buddy Scott Moran on Saturday and watch the big uh, full gear together as a family. Um, but did you know there's a new I watched, I watched Rampage with Scott Moran on Friday night. Oh, yeah. See, what Carlos didn't mention that. Well, they had already left. Oh, okay. I said, Car because you know, Carlos, I don't know, for some reason, he must have woke up and realized it. He texted me this morning. He's like, you know what? I didn't smoke any cigarettes at Matt's house. I'm an adult. I acted like an adult. <laughs> and I was like, hey, cool, man. Uh, um, uh, one second. Oh, there's a New Japan show on Sunday at the Vermont. <laughs> that right. I originally right. saw and I was like, damn, that's quick. And then I didn't act. And then all the, all the seat, the only thing that's sold out in the whole room is the seats we usually sit in. Oh, of course. Um, 
I, I just don't know if I'm I'm gonna get up for it. I you know like there's uh, I'm flying the next day. So oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Then I unless Georgia takes a nap and I just like run over there. But I I think I'll probably just uh, miss this one. Uh, babe, I'm just gonna run out real quick. Uh, <laughs> if you're taking bread. a nap, I'm just gonna go to Hollywood real fast. Just gonna grab some bread and milk real quick. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. A couple quarts of ice cream, some flowers. Ah. Uh, Stay away from that green dragon gimmick. <laughs> I don't. I think that's probably illegal. I should. I should have asked when I was at the uh, turkey's nest this last summer. I should have said, "You guys got any? Uh, you still do the?" Uh... No, nah, but then I would have been obligated. Drink one. Um, well, yeah, yeah, you could have pulled the whole. You know, I didn't say I wanted one. I just want to know if. Probably the next question, <laughs> they'd be like, "You a cop?" Yeah. Right. Only only cops come in here asking if we still do that green dragon shit. No one cares about these to go cups we have. It's just the green dragon that's illegal now. Fucking being um, served in a bar a giant foam styrofoam cup. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, they ask you, is it to go? I mean, and that's not the only place. And I don't is think it's it, to it, go. I'm not going to get turkey's nest in any trouble, but like, because they also like, I mean, they, I think they have a deal because like, you know, they'd sure. be like, oh, it's kite day today in the park. No, no to goes. That's right. That's you know? right. So, and I think I could be wrong. I, cause I didn't get any, I didn't get one to go, but I feel like they maybe even switched over. They might be doing paper now. They might have gotten a little more, uh, earth conscious, a little more eco-friendly. Well, that's good. Um, yes. Uh, oh, also, uh, but, I mean, we're burying the lead. Pardon? Chad Gable with a big, big victory on Dude, Raw. Right after fucking Otis got the win. Thanks. You got to trust the process. You know, you, you, you sit here and you, you, you moan and complain. I do mm-hmm. about the losses. Don't, uh, they have don't been taken. leave the wrestling show before the miracle happens. Shoosh. I don't like he's his thank you is is shortening. The two times I heard him say thank you, it was it was not what it needed to be. So well, it makes me think of side. um when uh John Stossel tried to expose well did expose the business on twenty twenty. And part of his report was uh you know, we heard McMahon talk to two wrestlers, Mr. Fuji and George Steele, and told them they had to have a quick match that they were running out of time. And sure enough, those two did have a very quick match. So it just feels like we overheard Triple H say to Chad Gable, you need to shorten up those thank yous. It's taking too much time. Man, can you even imagine at that point in history going like, honey, get in here. This wrestling shit is, you know, like, or like, I "I fucking knew it. I knew it. I don't fucking believe it. They're not going to fucking fool me. I've been fucking bumming out all my fucking nephews all this time. And now I'm right. You know, this shit is fake, right? What? <laughs> now, now I've cut back to 2022. Yes. Um, oh, millions of people think this shit. Cause every once in a while, there'll be like some Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or something that like retweets something, some video. Um, and there was one recently within the past week or so. And uh, I don't even remember what it was, but of course, you know, it's just some random fucking clip. And uh, the replies to it were like, and millions of people think that this shit is real. And I'm just like, I mm. 
my first impulse was I have to engage with this person. <laughs> and then my second thought was I'm going to put my phone in a fucking drawer and lock it. So I'm, I'm trying to do some math here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's like nine matches announced right now for full gear. Mm-hmm. And I bring this up because so we know we now know I believe it's on Rampage this week that there will be a tag match that involves Eddie Kingston and Yunakiyama, right? Right. And my hope is that that leads to a singles match between the two of them the next day, because you know right now our man Eddie ain't got no match, and it's all fine and good that he's got his little uh, tag on Friday, but let the man have his dream. The man needs a pay-per-view match and go one-on-one with fucking Yunakiyama. So funny. Like I was listening to MJF cut his promo and I was like, God, this guy's great. Um, and I'm like, man, he might be the best promo in the business. And then very next segment, Eddie Kingston comes out for his match. I was like, Oh, right. I forgot. Eddie Kingston was alive for, for just a split second. Dude, somebody posted, you know, like, I remember when fucking NWA was, like, I was into it or whatever, and they posted that, um, I think we, I don't even know, we may have been there. If we weren't, we definitely, uh, when Eddie comes out and he's talking to the Pope, and those... Homicide saved my life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus H, dude, come on. We were not there for that, but we, we were there when they, him and Homicide were there together. Yeah. Homicide built New York. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> so good. Yeah, dude. Eddie, man. I've never seen him cut a bad promo. Put it that way. Mm-mm. You know, I've never seen Johnny Gargano cut a good promo. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, uh, I mean, I, look, I, who's like, who's better in the ring? Fucking Johnny Gargano. I mean, to, to, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's like, who would uh, I rather watch? Subjective art form there, dude. But um, it's a subjective art form. I'm saying which you can say for anything. It's but just, who would I rather watch do anything? It's Eddie right. Kingston. Do you, what what do you think happened to Johnny Gargano guy? Because remember we ran into him. Which which mania was that? That he was there been, with his brother when we went to the Ring of Honor show for a hot minute. Yeah, and then we went over to the NXT show, San Jose. Yeah, so that's that's the last time we saw him, I think. Unless I don't think there was a PWG that we saw him in after that, maybe. But you just get up and fucking before the show, during the show. Roderick Strong. Oh, Roderick Strong, not Johnny Gargano. Jesus. Yeah, but he loved Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Why hey, can't man. we get? Why can't we get more? Why can't we just get like that guy? back at pwg and not you know <laughs> hey man toothpaste out of the tube dog yeah and it's uh it's that like nasty children's flavor it's not the nice mint you're used to cleaning your mouth with no i mean it, you know it just it, it used to be man i'm not gonna go to fucking pcw ultra anymore because of, there's just so many shitheads in the crowd it's just like, are you saying that are you saying that or are you saying that's you won't you would go? I would go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also I, we I, don't. But I'm I'm saying that at that time that we went and we were like I'm fucking done with this. Well, we you know you you, you get people throwing stuff on you and uh, this kind yeah. of stuff and you, oh well you, that was that that that's still the most preposterous thing that's ever happened at a wrestling show. I can't even believe it that it took them so long into the show to not even on the loud mic but they had to like go over and be like hey 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 d- don't throw stuff it's like well that was forceful we you gotta know? get down to the chowder bars bro now you're making a lot of sense i don't you know we gotta get down to the barge whether there's a wrestling show yeah whether the well you know what's you know what's kind of wild maybe it's not wild um this is how i talk get used to it um if if full gear wasn't on saturday and if you know sunday wasn't the day before man was flying and everything else we might be going to the chowder barge before we went to complex con which is where brain slam is running a couple shows this weekend yeah jesus um, that's the one where they got kenta versus uh warhorse is is the day one uh main or match. I wonder how they do is it still I wonder if it's still like like all the the you know the hipsters who are just a fan of that brand still go well I think it, it will be enlarged because complex con is like you know it's you know like complex is like sneakers and streetwear and okay you know it's like in line with like brain dead the, the you know the parent company whatever so I think okay. more than like the average wrestling fan, which you can still, you know, we would just probably just go or whatever. And then the other day is yeah. Commander versus Swerve. Um, yeah. So you got uh, Kenta and Warhorse on one day, and uh, Swerve and Commander on the other. I don't know what the other matches are. What the uh, situation? Commander is on the, quite a quite a run. Well, as well he should be, man. He's fucking badass, huh? Yeah. Badass. Fucking badass. So the, so tell me that again. That's on Saturday. Uh, one of them that's both days because complex con is, is a two day event. So, the, uh, this, the Kenta Warhorse uh, is, um, has a 1 PM bell time on Saturday hmm. and the swerve commander show, uh, 1 PM on uh, Sunday. My God. So keep your eyes My peeled. God, they sucked his brains out. <laughs> Fucking Kenta, huh? To me, uh-huh. all love and respect to everyone involved. I don't, the Warhorse thing is, it's not for me. But they seem to be strapping their cart to him, right? He, he, he wrestled Hiromu last time. He's getting right. Kenta this time that, you know, they're, they're going with him. Yeah. So I don't um, remember how I felt. I definitely, uh, I will uh-huh. go to Brain Slam the next time I have the opportunity, though. I know that. I just like the fresh been, blood. Sure. How often have they been doing shows? I mean, I think this is the second one. Like we went to the oh, first one and yeah. then this is the second time they're running. So. Oh, okay. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if any dumbasses uh, start throwing stuff in there. Cause remember yeah. that happened. Was that, was that what happened the one time at PWG? Cause I remember Excalibur, like making an announcement, just being like, I'm so fucking disappointed in you people. I think somebody threw something. Right. Yeah. It was after the, it was after the, um, you know, the fucking, uh, woo, woo, woo incident in Atlantic city or whatever. 
you know, right. so like yep. all of a sudden a few people threw some shit and right. it was like, what the f- record scratch? But you know, you can all at PWG, you are allowed to fucking ruin everybody else's time and sometimes even yell racist shit. But, um, but if you throw something in the ring, they're going to at least, uh, force super dragon to walk out with an employee of the venue. And I mean, is, you. I'm trying to remember is that it was at that time that like, yeah, because it was like who threw who threw who threw shit. Yeah, there was that, and then, and then they you know came out and. Uh, uh, but uh, I mean, it's wild to me that at the Globe, like seeing people, like we've seen people escorted out because they were too intoxicated, and it's like, man, was was fucking, Reseda was such a better vibe, yeah. but also people were falling like not just Joe. People were falling fucking asleep in their chairs. They were so goddamn drunk. Well, I also, I mean, I hope. No, I don't hope. But if you're getting that drunk at that place, you better fucking be doing a bunch of drinking before you walk in because there ain't, there ain't nothing in that room that's, that's fucking cheap. That's a, a very good point. You're, you're fucking, you're, you're getting your money's worth or you're not or whatever. You're fucking, you're paying out the ass if you're, you're getting fucking loaded in there unless you're a lightweight. Joe doesn't even come to the shows anymore, does he? At the Globe, I've, I feel like I've only seen him at the Globe like once or twice. Yeah, well, Gill is a complete, you yeah. know, missing in action. He's not there anymore. Um, Turn that was a great man. show. That last that last PWG oh, was a fucking it was, great show. It was like old times. I, I and I only saw half the show. Oh, I pulled the trigger. I was like, I gotta, I gotta watch the first half of the show. I pulled, I, I bought the Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. Listen, dude, you you got to get ready for the big vinegar syndrome Black Friday, bro. You can't be buying anything else. You got to wait. Ugh. What about the the uh, world title eliminator tournament final with Bandito or Ethan Page versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks or Lance Archer? Man, it's going to be a fucking who are we going to? I think I think we uh, we want to send Bandito into that match. Then you got the machine. He can work with anybody. And, uh, you know, I just prefer Ricky over, over the big, uh, murder Hawk murder Hawk had a moment in the sun there during that G one, but he's never really, uh, returned to prominence for me. No, I feel like getting paired up with Jake, the snake, um, probably held him back. We got the, uh, I think it's the, what is it? The fourth match between the acclaimed and swerve in our glory. Three birds in the Von Eric's baby. Well, listen, man, when you go and you make it so Billy can't scissor you fuck his fingers up you know there's gonna be a problem every single time Billy Gunn's got his hands taped up he's going after Swerve now this is a weird one to me the Jericho versus Danielson versus Guevara versus Castagnoli Ring of Honor championship match Mm -hmm. that just feels like a fucking I, oh shit I was working on this other stuff uh, here you go right yeah um, and those are I mean Jericho and Brian I mean Brian's supposed to be one of the top guys and he just he's just kind of there he's just he he's he's there when you need him yeah he puts on a hell of a match and then you got nothing for him I mean even if that was a tag match it would make more sense than just having a four-way to me because you got Jericho Appreciation Society guys and you got Blackpool guys. But 
<clears throat> well, maybe Tony wrote it down as a um, a tag team. It got promoted as a four way, <laughs> and he's he just never he never Threw even noticed. Up. He's so focused on other shit, he doesn't even realize that it's not a tag match. Uh, here's one that I have to assume that Nyla Rose has been toiling away on dark and dark elevation. And I'm just not aware of why she's getting a, yeah. a title match against Jade Cargill, man. I'll say it again. Just Nyla, um, Jade Cargill or TBS management should yeah. never lose the TBS championship. She should have it and she should never lose a match. Have it until she retires. The fact that McMahon fucked up the Undertaker WrestleMania streak for no good reason. I don't know that it helped Brock in the long run. Brock was already Brock, you know, and the idea was, oh, Brock, you know, is now this unstoppable thing. Whoever beats him will then be christened the next thing. Didn't work out that way for Roman. It took so much more effort. Then also Roman beat. Undertaker at Mania too, didn't he? Subsequently, in that yeah. one, I think the one where like he, he laid the, un- yeah, yeah, he put the hat and the gloves and the boots and took his pants off, and Undertaker left naked. Well, listen, man. I mean, we we can go to the one man show that Friday night in San Antonio if nothing else is going on. You know, I, I just don't know if I want to give him any money. If there is, would it be funny? Would it be funny enough, like to be worth it? Because I just, you know. I mean, just to be able to report on it, it would be funny for the kids to listen to us talk about it. Maybe I'll but try I to mean, find some cheap seats in case we're available. Right. But I mean, the fact is, is, and I don't, I don't know how prepared I am, and I certainly mm-hmm. don't know how prepared you are to sit there and deal with the level of aggravation that we are going to subject ourselves to in at what that way? show. In listening to him... And then looking around the room at like, oh, look at these dipshits who fucking think he's great. Yeah. I don't know. That's on us. That's well, yes, but also <laughs> that's the that's the type of content we want to provide for the listeners. We gotta we gotta do what we gotta do, you know. Uh, Undertaker used to be cool until we knew anything about him. Uh you know, here's a like, match. Oops, it's sorry. like when we used to do like all right, you pick the show for us to watch on the Patreon for the watch along. People would always pick the worst shows because they wanted to listen to us be frustrated. (laughs) Oh, they love it. And if, oh, heaven forbid you and I should have a disagreement, man, that'll pop. Oh God. Oh, speaking of why are we burying the other lead? Cody Rhodes tweeted out that he was a heel in AEW. Oh yeah. 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 And I saw someone already trolling us on the patreon q a uh, it doesn't it doesn't ma- matter to me that like he wants to say this now because it's like you know right i will say I whatever you want to say when it's done and no one else knows the reality and that's why i always said he needed to have a video of himself like holding up the day's newspaper being like i am a heel yeah. Oh no no no! I want everybody to hate me. I want everybody. No. What you, you guys were? Oh yeah. You know. I I want everybody to hate me. I, I, my girlfriend's in Canada. You don't know her. You haven't uh, met her because she lives in Canada. But I have a girlfriend. Uh, don't worry about it. And and I wanted people to hate me. So I it worked out. I did a really good job. I'm really good at stuff. Okay. Cool. Uh, the match I'm uh looking forward to that um might surprise some folks. I don't know. 
but I'm I'm really up for the uh, the Darby Sting Jarrett and Jay Lethal match. I think that's going to be fun. It's almost like as long as it doesn't ruin the company. As it's almost like somebody was like, "Man, we got to throw Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal a bone after that fucking Ric Flair <laughs> match yeah. they had to do." Well, someone else pointed this out. It's like, uh-huh. uh, you know, something like, "Man, you know." Nobody, nobody loves Jay Lethal as much as Tony Khan. Like the amount of TV time that Jay Lethal has gotten since Crazy. he uh, uh, arrived. Um, you know, sex pest, but whatever. Um, we'll see how it all plays out on Saturday. It will be funny to watch Sting have a better match than Ric Flair. Like how how often can oh, you say that? A lot. <laughs> Well, <laughs> a lot now, like definitely. in the last two years or whatever, a lot. But I'm, I'm, yeah. Frequently. I guess this the, the have, being given the same opponents. Yeah. I want to. I want to go back and have Flair be the guy who jumps off of the entry tube at the start of uh, the match. It was in Chicago, I think. Well, that's didn't he want to do that? And Charlotte talked him out of it. He wanted to like. Oh, he, I think he wanted to do like a. A tope or something. You want, yeah. You want to dive. You want to do a dive. Yeah. Oh God. Can you even fucking fathom if he no. had taken it? I mean, he took a dive, but not of his own. Mm. Every so often, I don't know what I'm watching, but it's it's something that it must be on Home and Gardener. I don't know what channel. It's something that Glennis is watching because every so often I'll be in the kitchen doing something and Glennis is like, Rick Flair's on TV selling car shields. And it's like, <laughs> get in here. <laughs> he's like at the barbershop with ice cute, uh, uh, ice tea. Have you seen that commercial? Yeah. And, um, and AI Alan Iverson's in the room as well. It's a fucking three headed monster boy. Uh, I'm not as and- familiar with Alan Iverson's work. So funny. I didn't even, uh, I know the name when you said, uh, home and garden, uh, I was like, oh yeah, HGTV. I didn't, it didn't, uh, yeah. Using the, using the Christian name. I didn't, uh, well, that's what Jack asked me the other day. He had it on and he was like, dad, does HGTV stand for home junk television? Alan Iverson, uh, all time great Philadelphia Sixer. You know him probably from the press conference where he was like practice talking about practice, not a game talking about practice. Sounds familiar. Practice? Anyway. uh, Rip Baker and Soraya? Mm. Can she still go, Vinny? Mm. We'll find out. I did... uh, That was a great promo, those two going at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good stuff. Because I had heard about it beforehand that somebody was like, oh man, they really, they took the gloves off and they got personal. And I was like, my first thought is, Jesus Christ, they brought up the sex tape. And I suppose she <laughs> did, you know, but Soraya brought it up saying like, I've, I've been embarrassed in front of millions of people. Brad Maddox. Uh, yes. And, and also, uh, I think the first thing I saw was everyone going like, she never wrestled at the Tokyo Dome. Um, which she, of course, later was like, I'm sorry. I've got fucking Budokan and, the Tokyo Dome mixed up. Please don't crucify me, which people already were because, you know, the other valid point that I saw being made was like, you know, Danielson, I'm, I've been cleared. Yay. Edge, I've been cleared. Yay. Saray, I've been cleared. Don't do it. Oh, no. What are you doing? You're going to ruin your life. You know, like, <laughs> which one of these does not line up here? What's, what's the difference? I don't, 
Why are I know. We... It, it, Christian's cleared. Everybody's cleared. Mm-hmm. Fucking Daniel Bryanson. Daniel Bryanson. Yes. It was bound to happen. Yes. Fucking Sammy threw a goddamn chair at his head on fucking Wednesday. Oh, I mean, I feel like that dude must have must have gotten concussed again by now. There's no way. There's no way around it. You know. Um, but. Uh, uh, I just saw a a uh, promo. Oh, it's during Raw. Maybe you saw it. Did you Did you watch Raw? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know about all three hours, but a I promo mean, I, for Nikki Bella hosting some, you know, beer pong or some shit. I don't know. It's <sighs> some fucking, but, but, uh, she, the promo was her getting in a car with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and like doing a lap or whatever. Uh-huh. She like, he, they're like going to get in the car and he's like, uh, are you ready? You sure you ready for this? She's like, I've been through tables. I've won championships. I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, somehow, yeah, 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 electric, electric personality. God bless the Bellas, wherever they are. Um, I guess the only other thing is I caught I I caught uh, Polynesian Pro. Oh yeah, awesome, fantastic, Jesus. Oh, what Christ. was what was? Um, oh, it's tonight. What is what is tonight's uh the next one? Tales from the territories. Tales from the territories. also what happened. Remember there was like Vice had a McMahon documentary that was supposed to come out like in October or whatever. And then it just fucking disappeared. I haven't heard anything else about it. Really? Yeah. Fucking what? Let's see here. The air date has changed. The McMahon doc? Yes. It was originally slated for October 18th. Uh-huh. And it will now air. We don't know. Oh, exactly. Maybe, I mean, put that before or after, you know, the, the, the season finale of your Tales from the Territories or something. Or the next week, you know, Perhaps. after Tales is over, you put on the next week. You know, I mean, uh, maybe they're still just like, they just keep shooting footage of McMahon out on dates. <laughs> That's right. The the candlelight dinner dropped and they're like, we got to push this. Oh, it's Portland. I don't know. Wrestling Inc. says it's going to be in December. Portland is tonight, Maddie. God, Portland. Your favorite big man of all time, Buddy Rose, will be well covered, I would think. Yeah, there was discussion on the Facebook group. Best big man of all time. I think I got to go Buddy Rose. Not that tall. But he was big. He was fat. Yeah. That was That's big. Man, Portland, it always makes me think of when we had Brian Alvarez on the show 10 oh, years God ago. Damn. I, some, I sometimes block that out. Yeah. And uh, he got mad at us because well, there was like a slight audio issue at the top and he was like huffing and puffing. Anyway. And he's like, I, you know, he had a hard out and then, um, he was upset with Rob because of some audio issue. And then, uh, he mentioned something about Portland wrestling. And I remember Tom going like, but they had wrestling in Portland. Oh boy. 
And oh neither you and I jumped in to be like, he doesn't know anything about wrestling. It's not us. Yeah. Well, who cares, man? No, but it, bo- it, it, of course, clearly it still bothers me because I'm talking about it where I'm like, oh, Alvarez clearly bothers me. Oh, I no, wake up at night because guy. Alvarez thinks I don't know anything about Portland wrestling. You, you sit up in bed sometimes at night. Oh, uh, uh, like, ah. Uh, Oh, thank God. It was just a dream. <laughs> um, it was all a dream. You used yeah. to watch. I used to read PWI magazine. Magazine. Oh, no. It fell down. What's down there, Maddie? Mm-hmm. My, my world-class magazine. Oh. And I dropped my PWI magazine. Give me world one class. more random number. Before you got we a world-class magazine? What's that? Well, the, my family album is in the other room. Oh, I thought you said you dropped a world-class magazine. Anyway, I do. My, uh, my notebook. That's my oh, your notebook. Magazine. Yes, it's a notebook. College ruled, I hope. Um, why don't you go ahead and hit me with uh, 34. Number 34 on this year's PWI 500 goes to Jake something. Jake Lee. Oh. How'd you know that? No, I was thinking Jake's. I, I was actually guessing the wrestler Jake something. So I didn't know anything about it. Wow. That was kind of crazy. Jake Lee, 11 years in the business last year, number 46 birthplace. Hokkaido, Japan. Oh, all Japan villain held the triple crown championship for a combined 210 days. Damn. Spanning two reigns in the evaluation period, defended the prize against Shotaro Ashino and others. Yeah. Ee, ee, ooh, ah, ah, bang, bang, walla, walla, ding, dang. Okay. Oh, and look at this. Number 40, Eddie Kingston. Mm. 19 years in the business. Last year, number 75, AEW's last of a dying breed. Hey, yo, Eddie. Wow. Randy Orton, number 47. Well, he's on the shelf. Apparently, he might not be coming off. It doesn't seem like it, right? Uh, and then I saw a video of his son training. Fucking Shut up. How old's his son? Real crispy power slam. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I didn't think he had any. I mean, I knew he had some boys that were a little bit older, mm-hmm. but I didn't think like that, you know, old enough. Remember how, how Randy had like eight different ladies play his wife on TV over the years? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I wow. mean, he, maybe he's, you know, maybe it's just, uh, some home training. So he's not 18 or whatever yet. I don't know. <clears throat> he's been out since May. Right. And then there was like the report that like something, something's up with his whatever neck or something. That's like kind of bad news, but that's been the story of his career. Yeah. Well, wish him all the best. I, I'm, I mean, but legit, legit. I'm amazed that he's been able to push it physically for this long because he has had a A litany of injuries. His neck has been hanging on by a thread for decades. I feel like he also has broken his collarbone a few times, each of them. (laughs) His shoulders and his neck, I mean... I mean, I mean, the guy's a mess. 
Plus, he's 42. What an old man. Oof. Bro, time to get the Jeritol out and hit the fucking shuffleboard court, my dude. Wow. There are... His Wikipedia, whoever, whoever wrote this was like, I am digging my heels in Uh-oh. because when, I don't know if you've ever changed something and meant it on Wikipedia. I'm sure I've you've gone in and been like, shit on Wikipedia, except I'm sure it. you go into Wikipedia all the time and you write, you know, you go into uh, the Punjabi prison and you write in, it's regarded to be the greatest professional wrestling match of all time. I go Sadly. in and I write. Matt McCarthy likes to smell farts in his free time. That's, That's right. the sentence that I keep putting in. So if you put in anything, um, the the powers that be will delete it. His own farts, you, excuse me. Unless you have a a citation. The right? powers that be. So this opening paragraph about our dear friend Randall Keith. Orton. Power pro. He is widely regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Okay. I don't know about that. They have I think he is. He's not by us, but I, if you if you t- like uh, I don't know about what what does that mean all times that mean 100, 200, 300. All I know is like guys like guys he he's a worker's worker and he's I mean also he's over with with a lot of people fan-wise, but I think he's a worker's worker. You you hear a lot of wrestlers go fucking Randy Orton. It's fucking You know what I mean? Look, That's all I mean to say. No doubt about it. He he does amazing things in the ring when he's motivated. Okay? No, okay. But here's my point. I mean, if, if the sentence said he is widely regarded as one of the people that Vince McMahon pushed to the moon over the last 20 years, <laughs> I'd be like, that's fine. But not over his ability. He wasn't pushed over his... He was... Randy walked on water and he did things backstage and off screen that would have gotten anyone else fucking camped. Yes. And they, they, they think that he hung the fucking move. Okay. Mm. And I, I think he was pushed like more than, than his, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Um. Yes, pushed. You know, pu- pu- yeah, overpushed. Whatever. Yeah, we. I know what you're saying. I think he was overpushed, like beyond what was uh, warranted. One step beyond. Sure. Hey, you. <laughs> Here's my point. <laughs> In the sentence. He is ride- widely regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Doesn't just have one citation. It has seven. Well, that, that because they know Maddie McSee's out here reading a Wikipedia, going to send a nasty gram to the powers that be. So they got to make sure, look at this is, this is widely regarded. Seven citations. Um, I just want to throw that out there, but the, the, you know, here's, here's the thing. I just want to see. Listen, man, once you start talking about Kevin Von Erich's bare feet while I take a leak real quick. Personal life. Suffers from hypermobility in both of his shoulders, which has been the cause of nearly all of his injuries throughout his career, sidelining him through incidents ranging. 
hypermobility. Mm. Uh, dub- he's double jointed. Oh. Which is uh, like Jack's double jointed. He gets that from uh, from Glennis. And so, mm. like, when he does ballet and they have to stand, you know, first position with his mm. legs straight, okay. um, his knees bend, you know, back slightly. Oh, okay. And his teacher was saying to me, she's like, um, he needs to be careful about that because as he gets older, that's going to cause more problems uh, in his knees. That like he's because like because you and I, if I just mm-hmm. rest my my knees, it's they're going to be straight standing. Right. But his they bend back slightly. Never good to lock the knees for very long though. Well, now was the teacher explaining that's why she hits him with the stick when she comes by for first position? Right. The judge, yeah, she's like, I'm, she, I, I'm she, helping him. <laughs> She just laid him out and then she turned to me. She's like, let me explain to you why I did that. <laughs> what I just did. Now wait. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't realize that that's... But his neck is... F-U-C-T his back? Fucked. His back. Well, I don't... I don't know great. what he did in May that he's been sidelined for. I think... Yeah, I don't know. I, I read it. I read at one point what the concern was. That it was like worse than they thought or whatever. But uh, all right, I'm going to take a quick pee pee. Right. Legitimate back injury was expected to be on hiatus for the rest of 2022. All right, you're going to. I'll okay. see you in, let's hope, 30 seconds at the most. <laughs> this guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to I'm gonna mute this because I'm going into the bath. This guy, I swear to God. Pee do I. PWI 500. I want to look at the top 20. What? Matt Jackson's 184? Was he injured most of the year? They're just not on TV enough. Even when the Young Bucks weren't suspended. They're, God, fellas, you're just too darn loud. Top 20. Number 20, Drew McIntyre. Damn, last year he's number four. Guy's supposed to be like the biggest baby face in the company. Number 19, Kenny Omega. Talk about, wow, last year he's number one. What happened, Kenny? 18, Adam Cole, baby. You know, you know what it is about that Adam Cole? It's all about that boom. Hmm? You know what I mean? 17, Seth Rollins. 16, MJF. I don't know if I agree. I, I mean, I agree with the top 10. But uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I'm glad it's not up to me. Matt Cardona, number 13. Holy shit. I didn't see that. Last year, he's 297. Trained by Mikey Whitbreck. I also didn't know that either. The self-professed deathmatch king was on quite a roll before going down with an arm injury in late May. Oh, God. We were there for that. Ugh. It's gross. You could see his bicep moving around in his arm. Dude, Cardone is number 13. Oh, well, I mean, he's carved out quite a little path for himself there. He really has. He didn't, uh, he's still been around. He he got hurt and remember when he, he, right, he almost ripped, ripped his, his, I think his, his bicep, he tore his yeah, bicep. In. That was also in May. Mm-hmm. Man, that's wild. Can you, I mean, 
just the rest of the top 10, excuse me, the rest of the top 20. I just want to tell you the people that Matt Cardona is ahead of and very well, maybe just that, that is truly shocking to me because that, I think that that is extremely accurate because he has been omnipresent on the scene and he put, I mean, you can give Nick Gage all the love in the world. Matt Cardona put GCW on the map. To a large, like, had people talking. Definitely. That was, that was very hot. It was very hot. Yeah. Had people talking in a big, big way. Like, that was the fact that Nick Gage is coming out and wrestling on GCW. That's okay. That's standard. That's great. We all love Nick Gage. But when all of a sudden Matt Cardona <laughs> pulls that mask off and it's like, wait, he's going to be the self proclaimed deathmatch champion. And talk about heat. Getting heat in a way of like, it ain't even MJF, even Jay White, who probably until Cardona's run, I would say is the top heel in the business because he genuinely comes off as a piece of shit. The fans don't like him. I mean, even at the 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 Vermont, like people are into Jay, even though he's a piece of shit. But Cardona is like despised. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, in this day and age, to be able to pull it off—that's the recipe for it. Listen, this—these th- are the great re- job. these are the wrestlers that he beat out in the top twenty. Okay, number fourteen, Josh Alexander. Number fifteen, remember your blood pressure, Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> Sixteen, MJF. Seventeen, Rollins. Eighteen, Adam Cole. Nineteen, Kenny Omega. Twenty, Drew McIntyre. Matt Cardona is better than all those wrestlers. Vince Averill, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm surprised that Tanahashi's even that up there. Given, That's you know, very, yeah. The what he's been doing lately, but I know. Happy for him. Happy for you, Tana. Happy belated birthday, my dude. <sighs> Tanahashi. All right. I'm pretty sure he still listens to the show. Of course he does. He loves it. Take a trip to Dallas with me, won't you? Summer. You, me, and Zach Efron. Go ahead. 1984. I can't wait for that movie. The more I think about, because obviously a lot of Gino on this week's homework. Gino. And it's like, MJF would have been perfect, but it's like, it would have been playing the exact same guy. MJF playing Lance Von Eric is endlessly hilarious to me. Because think about MJF like doing that like, don't think about him being MJF. Think about right. him, Max, with that face, smiling, acting like, yeah, I'm a Von yeah. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you like, can't have a Jewish kid from Long Island be playing Gino Hernandez. You, you don't he's got it. like a big, big blonde wig and stuff. He's just oh, gonna be yeah. like, yeah, I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's got, if he, he can make that, that smile, if he tries to be like all like wide eyed and smiley, like I'm, that is going to be such a goofy face to have with like that. Woo, I'm a Von Eric. Big time. I'm excited. The homework world class championship wrestling season three, episode 29 
on Peacock. Yeah. July 21st, 1984. We open up with Bill Mercer. And this this is definitely one of Kevin's barn tapes. This thing is beat oh, to boy. hell up top. A lot of... Uh, Y'all watching the barn tape again? This tape is beat to shit. Y'all watching the barn tape? We open up with the hog. Scott Irwin. Sub child. Versus uh, your dad's stepdad. Your friend's stepdad, Mike Reed. <clears throat> your dad's stepdad. Uh, this I got a kick out of when Mark Lawrence is interviewed. Usually he's like introducing first to my left in the green trunks, you know, Mike Reed. He starts off with introducing in front of me with the whip, Scott Irwin. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Irwin. Uh, I looked him up. He died in 1987. Damn. He was 35. He had a brain tumor. Believe that shit? That's very anti. Ooh. I, I was like, I was like, whatever happened to this guy? That's what happened. Fucking three years. He had three years left to live watching this. Fucking insane. He was uh, class of 75, I think it was, the Vern Gagne camp. And uh, apparently he did a a pretty famous or it was well regarded at the time it did like a 60 minute Broadway with Ricky Steamboat that people mm-hmm. raved about <clears throat> and then uh, did the Super Destroyer gimmick for a while not for very long not for very long but uh, he won this match 6 minutes 14 seconds with a super suplex from the middle rope superplex superplex yeah, I, I like that. They announced it as the super suplex. So where's Chimmel when you need his ass? Mm. Can't believe it. they fired him, right? Did they? I uh, want to say so. Keep going. Look that up. Buddy Roberts, Freebird, Buddy Roberts versus George, legally blind Winecroft. Mm. Again, the the announcers were hitting me on every opportunity with laughs uh bill mercer goes george weingroff who has tremendous courage and is legally blind <laughs> i mean mercer couldn't he doesn't know how to deal with it he just keeps reading he's like he's got all sorts of different abilities he's legally blind you know he's fully blind well not fully blind he's legally blind which you know he can see shapes and shadows but i suppose if he didn't have some help uh it would just be shadows but He's in there now wrestling and can't really see anything. I don't know what he can see, but he's legally, according to the law. The man was there. The man is JFK got shot. He's going to be very thorough. That's right. Okay. It looks like fired. Released uh, November 6, 2020 after being furloughed and following his release from WWE, Chimmel took a job at Trader Joe's. Per Wikipedia, and I guess there's there are a few citations of that. Can't make that up. Well, they got good benefits there, apparently. Well, listen, man, ain't nothing fucking wrong with working at Trader Joe's. Mm-mm. No, I, I'm just stating that as a fact. Probably why every time you go there, the parking lot's miserable, the other shoppers are miserable, but everybody that works there is in a great mood. <laughs> it's like the only retail store where I'm like, everybody loves fucking working here. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the six-man tag has been held up again, again. 
Bill Mercer drops that detail on us as well. Uh, George Weingroff over Buddy Roberts with a roll up. Seven minutes, 18 seconds. Buddy. Go to the videotape. Ric Flair versus Kerry Von Erich. Gino Hernandez inserts himself into the match. Hits Kerry over the head. Which brings us to a star. I put a star on this. This is worth going out of your way to watch. Poolside with Gino Hernandez. Yeah, um, dude. He doesn't have a lot to say, but it's just all heat. He's kind of subdued, too. He's not like blowing his top, you know, running right. his... He, but he's just he's just saying everything very matter of factly. He's poolside. He's tan. He's got two babes running tanning, uh, rubbing tanning oil all over him. I mean, it's Jack ridiculous. Tan. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's perfect. It's everything you want from a pre-taped heel promo. Gino Hernandez back in the sportatorium takes on Jules Strongbow. Before this thing could get underway, Kerry Varner comes out, grabs the microphone, and says, "You've been shooting your mouth off ever since you got here." Name the date and time. Gino Hernandez says, I'm surprised that your baboon brain can even say name the date and time. And immediately physicality ensues. Um, They brawl around. Uh, Gino goes down to the outside, tosses a chair in in the ring, has a big leather belt, starts whipping it at the ropes, gets back in. Harry takes his shirt off. He's distracted for a second. Gino goes after him. Harry hits him with a discus punch. Gino goes back down to the ground, through the ropes, grabs a stool, tosses the stool up, and eventually officials get Kerry to leave, and the match begins. Gino Hernandez and Jules Strongbow, they go at it. Uh, The match is whatever. It's fine. Gino goes over. Crowd is hot. Camera follows Gino all the way out to the crowd as he's leaving. He's got cops around him, and doesn't he know it? He's... uh, picking out, singling out people in the crowd, yelling at them, <laughs> then goes over to this one big fucking shit kicker <laughs> and knocks his trucker hat off of him, goes flying back about seven rows. Ooh. This motherfucker jumps to his feet and the Dallas cops immediately <laughs> push him back. <laughs> Thing of yeah. beauty, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the main event, the gentleman, Chris Adams, and the shoeless wonder, Kevin Von Erich versus the man with the Oriental Spike, Killer Khan, and the man he taught the Oriental Spike to, Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Bam Bam. They brawl around. Again, it's just chaos. I'm starting to pick up on the pattern here with world-class television. I don't know why it's taking me this long. Um, there's a lot of chaos. <laughs> Nothing really gets resolved on the television. You got to pay money to go see things sure. get resolved. And even then, probably not going to get resolved. Nah. Not today. Somebody in the crowd holds up an 8x10 um, of Kevin. Nice studio portrait <laughs> uh, where he's wearing street clothes, but no shoes. And he has a stool next to him. And Kevin has his barefoot on the stool and he's like leaning his elbow on the knee and I was like I need to do everything I can to try to find a copy of this picture that is <laughs> unbelievable they go at it eventually Kevin gets the claw on one of his opponents 
Buddy Roberts comes in, immediately gets DQ'd. Babyface is over. Carrie comes in. They all brawl around. Kevin gets color. And the big spot, a triple drop kick from Kevin Carey and Chris. Chris Adams, that is, on Terry Gordy, who bumps through uh, the That was ropes. a hot show. I like that show. That was a hot show. That was a very good show, especially the the, the modern Gino era, post Carey losing the belt era. This has been a very hot show. Second half of the homework, world-class championship wrestling, season three, episode 30 on Peacock. 11, no, July 28th, 1984. New logo in the opening. Newish opening. Different footage that comes flying out of the globe, but new new world-class logo on the opening. That's new, new, Bill Mercer opens up the show, runs down the card. We go to a replay of the six-man tag team championship match that was supposed to settle everything. Apparently, mm-hmm. it did not. Mm. Uh, Freebirds rules. Tornado tag, all three Von, Von Eric brothers, Mike, Kevin, and Carrie. This is all three free birds, Michael, Terry, and Buddy. Bloody mess. Kevin gets color. Kevin's the one who gets color. That's what I'm picking up on, too, watching all this stuff. Kevin loves to juice. Either that or, or he's getting it hard way every time because he's a maniac. He loves the juice. Oh, oh Kevin, you love the juice. Michael Hayes gets busted open. They're brawling around. I mean, this is chaos, and the people are going crazy. Jack was in the room when I had this one on, and he goes, Dad, why are the girls screaming so much? I said, because they love the Von Eriks. Eventually, Killer Khan comes in, causes a distraction. Not a distraction. Actually, he waffles Carrie right on the fucking head. Carrie goes down. Michael gives him the cover. One, two, three, new six-man champions, but not for long. And apparently the NWA has stripped them once again. The belts are held up, and this feud continues. It must continue. It must continue. We got a Carrie Von Eric promo in the gym. He's wearing a t-shirt that says, here's the beef. (laughs) And he calls Gino Hernandez an egotistical pig, which got a big laugh out of me. Um, Carrie looks great. They really caught his good side, and he had just uh, shampooed his hair or something. Yeah. Much and, less uh, mongoloid than normal. Yeah. Well, he's in his element. He's he's in the gym. He feels comfortable and cuts a promo with Mark Lawrence. What are you going to do? High as a Georgia pine. Says nothing. Probably drunk. Back to the sportatorium. <laughs> Missing Link versus Rick McCord, who uh, who's just bleached blonde-haired and useless. Uh, he wishes he was Jimmy Golden. My God, does he? Link makes quick work of him. Next up, we got both Irwins in the ring. Bill is wrestling. And we got Buck Zumhoff and the Iceman King Parsons. Iceman is wrestling. Uh, I don't like this. I, I feel like it's bringing Iceman down. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a perfectly fine mid-card match feud. You know, and Zumhoff is is over with the fans. He's a psycho, man. Every time they go to him, he's like screaming and he just has that look on his face of just like, I am pure psychopath. Man, he's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. You took too much, too much. So eventually, uh, the Irwins, they have their whips. Uh, Buck 
the whole thing. Does Iceman go? Iceman definitely goes over. Uh, 13, 13 minutes and eight seconds. This thing mm. takes forever. Of course, it's Bill Irwin. They're like, oh, let Bill go out there and work. He'll give him 18, 14 Bill minutes. Oh, Bill, do it. Give him, give him as much time as you want. Give him. Let Bill Irwin go out there and just work the whole thing. He'll give you a hell of a man. The whips get involved. Buck Zumhoff gets whipped. Iceman gets his hand on a whip. He starts whipping Bill. About a whip, whip fight. And then uh, the Irwin's powder and leave. Main event time, Gino Hernandez versus Kerry Von Eric. Nice little match. They go at it. Opens up beautifully. Perfect, perfect. Pitch perfect. Gino starts doing his flexing, pointing at Kerry as if to say, I have bigger muscles than you. I'm in better shape than you. And Kerry, God bless. I kept saying to myself, I was like, don't flex, don't flex, don't flex. He did it exactly right. He did a move on him. He tossed Gino first. <laughs> then he flexed. The place went uh, ape, dude. Don't flex, don't flex. I, the, the whole time I'm like, I'm like, don't flex, don't flex. Not yet, not yet. Hit him with something first. And he hit him with something first. I was like, mm. oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Absolutely beautiful. It's a beaut. Uh, huh? It's a beaut. It's a beaut. It was a beaut. So they go at it. They go around. Gino's unbelievable. Carries on top of his game. Eventually, we get a ref bump. And Gino pulls out some sort of object, which appears to be foreign in nature Ooh. from his tights. Yeah. What else Puts is there? What other kind? Wraps it around his knuckles. Carrie waffles him a few times with some closed fists. Gino answers. And Carrie goes down like a sack of potatoes. And the crowd is ready to commit a homicide. There's one old man in like overalls or some sort of denim and a hat to match who jumps up and is fucking fiercely angry, like frightening. He didn't climb off the tractor to fucking sit for this shit. And uh, eventually, uh, David Manning, the referee, comes to, counts the one, two, three. Gino Hernandez has beaten Kerry Von Erich. And whether you like it or not, he's the American champion. Mm. He's the Texas champion. And pretty soon, he doesn't care if it's Ric Flair or Kerry Von Erich. He's going for that world championship. So there you go, kids. That is your world-class homework for the week. Vince. I got to know, bro, who's your favorite wrestler coming off of these two shows is Gino, man, especially that first episode this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling some Gino. Who's your favorite wrestler there, Matt? Um, I'm going to go with the heavenly bodies after we watched that, um, <laughs> smoky mountain together. I, you know, Tom Pritchard's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Cornette with them. Who's always fun. We got to hear him talk a couple times. But then uh, Sweet Stan Lane doing this, the fans are hurting my ears gimmick. Yeah. So he's wearing headgear. He wants them to be quiet. And then what put him over the edge was that one promo backstage where we're like, what is he wearing on his yeah. head? It's supposed to be for a broken eardrum. It just looked like a, sh- like a uh, diving cap or something. I mean, it looked like, it, yeah, it looked like a, like a wig when like, Jonathan Winters would be an old lady or or he looked like, you know, Mrs. Bates in Right. Psycho. Yeah, there was a point. That's when he did he that was just his hair. 
It was he just must have taken the thing off. He looked like Norman Bates' mom. Yeah. I mean, it was parted and tied back in such a way. It's just like, what is he do? But then the the look on his face was pure. I'm killing it right now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I got to go Heavenly Bodies. There's somebody I was always aware of, but never really sat down and watched mm, any. Heavenly. So I was enjoying that. And the Fantastics. What a couple of goofs. Oh, my God. Goofs. Just complete goof like, city oh, nerds. Goof, goof city population, too. <laughs> so there you go. Where do you think kids find you online? Uh, at Vince Averill on Twitter. Vince.Averill on Instagram. Monday Night Beers Podcast. McCarthy Redhead on TikTok. Join the revolution. I'm rapidly approaching 100,000 followers on TikTok. That's what's up. Kids love videotapes. And also watch it with Matt and Glennis Fridays, wherever you podcast. Get into it. No new patrons this week. Sorry. Then we will head directly to the Q&A. If you don't know what that is, donate to the Patreon and get a piece of it. Bye.